0: to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonation might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned you press play it's too late to stop. stop get ready to
1: podcast welcome to another edition baby bad boys of podcasting thank you for hanging out with us we're back here we just rewarded our uh or just um uh found a winner for our uh, our our two tickets to SummerSlam and uh and shout out uh to Shannon for winning that and um exciting times and for everyone who participated we do wanna say thank you for participating in that and well you know we look forward to doing something like that again and, and hopefully you'll get a chance to uh to participate and win some tickets. So with that, it is our wrestling talk time and lots of wrestling been going on this past week and this weekend. And um, man, so much. We're just going to have to get get this party started real quick. Monday Night Raw. Let's just get right into it, guys. We got Randy Orton back. <laughs> um, every, Anyone excited about having Randy back? I mean, it's, you know, it's it gets noticeable when he's not there, right? Definitely.
2: yeah <laughs> i mean he came in smiling i mean that was cute you know
1: yeah
3: i i got the impression that he was genuinely happy to be back in front of fans mm-hmm. like it it I, I we've we've all seen randy orton the baby face we've all seen randy orton that you know, tries to act one particular way when mm-hmm. he's not really feeling that particular way. Um, and I think that Randy was, I think that Orton was really happy to be back in front of a live audience on Monday. Uh, that was a, that was the thing that stood out to me. Oh, and Matt Riddle calling uh, Randy Orton a big girthy snake. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yes, that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah um anything by the way so we didn't know how they were going to work sort of lily into um <laughs> some sort of a video into a live audience they figured it out steve they figured it out i know you probably one not a fan but her winking her eye like that made it really dope i loved it i loved it <laughs> I just hope the arena got a chance. Hopefully the inside the house they saw her blink. Because if not, then you know. No, they, they didn't. didn't. They didn't. They didn't. Aww, you man. saw they it didn't. and that's why you they got didn't excited. Do, okay.
3: Well, they, they didn't do anything like I, I I I was thinking the same thing as you. I would have right. loved for them to like literally put you know, like the camera angle up on the the jumbotron or on the titantron or whatever. Right. I mean, if nothing else to sell it to the to the fans in the arena, but um, from people that were actually in the building, they said that they did absolutely nothing, and it looked like it was just a surprise roll-up.
0: Yeah, it would have been kind of difficult though to get the um, to put that clip on the jumbotron and then have the action happen in terms of the timing. Mm-hmm. I don't think it, it it just probably wouldn't have worked out very well. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. I mean that's that's literally a drop in shot that they throw in. And, sure. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well.
2: And. Other than yeah. that, the only cool thing about Raw is we know Corbin is on his mother's family plan.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's saving money, man. I mean, you know, I always want. I mean, real talk. We live in Vegas. There's a lot of homeless people here. May they be protected in these streets, especially in the heat. But I always wondered some of them got cell phones and I always wondered how that worked. But, you know, Corbin, uh, you know, has a cell phone. He's on his mama's plan. So he can still communicate for job interviews, of course.
1: <laughs> Let me just tell you, because, I mean, I mean, we can, this is, so we're, we are we're mentioned Raw, but we're going to, we'll talk about SmackDown in this segment as well. Um, I I really think, Corbin has done a good job in this this particular role. You, would you guys agree with that? I mean, I don't know if you like the storyline or not, but, I mean, this guy has played it up. I mean, he's grew the beard, the little stubs, wearing the same shirt. Um, and, and how does he say the things he say and not laugh? I mean, he literally asked the entire arena for $1,000 <laughs> each. How do you say that and not laugh with a straight face? <laughs>
0: Because he gets paid and you don't. And that's why you wouldn't get paid to do it.
2: <laughs> but you know what? I will say this. I used to give uh, Corbin shit all the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Not not because of his in-ring you know, uh, prowess. Because he is solid. Always has been. Mm-hmm. But I always had a problem with him talking. And I had a problem with him trying to capture the audience's attention. And, and you know what? I got to be honest with you. Um Corbin, you're doing fucking fantastic, man. Uh, and that's not the first time you've impressed me. You impressed me a little bit before that. But I I thought after the kingdom was done for you, it, that was going to be it. You was going to be uh, on your way out. And uh, you've proven me wrong. I'm sure other people maybe feel the same way. So kudos to him and the work he's doing. He, I, I look forward to seeing him on uh, Raw and on SmackDown. Well, SmackDown, but now on Raw because he's going to be apparently on both shows.
0: <laughs> well, he was only on he was only on Raw because the opportunity was presented that he yeah. was that they were there was an offer, you know, to to uh, to get some money. I mean, it it made sense to have him. Why not show up and ask for the money?
2: Send him send him anywhere. Let's send him to NXT. Uh, to, you know, to be a butler if they need a second butler.
0: <laughs> well, you know. What's what's really interesting, I think, is that um, there's a good chance that we, we might see the culmination being that someone figures out that this has all been bullshit on his end, that he's really actually
3: loaded. <laughs> gotta be. <laughs> it's gotta be.
1: Well, I was really wondering, like, how what they were going to do with this. So I was wondering what what was going to happen with the storyline when Kevin Owens beat him, because I'm like, well it's not like he's going to get rich all of a sudden. So where are they going to go from here? And I thought what they did was perfect, you know, in terms of it running off with the money in the bank. However, you know, offer it for ransom or cashing it in and winning, whatever the case may be, at least there was something, I, I don't know, but I was quite concerned where they were going to go after he couldn't beg anymore. But yet we're still supposed to believe that he's homeless. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: You know, he's, and we'll probably see something to the extent of, like, either him trying to uh, sell it at, like, a pawn shop, you know, something <laughs> yeah, like that. Right. <laughs> sell it to another wrestler, you oh, know. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah, that's where I think that you're going to see some kind of, uh, you know, line like that. Because um, if I'm not mistaken, if I remember correctly, they literally said as he was running out with it what an idiot he can't cash it in right (laughs) so yeah i mean even 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 the the announcers realize well you're so (laughs) stupid because it has no value because you're not on that contract so
1: right
2: yeah what they needed well if they hadn't went in that direction, it would have been funny if he couldn't cash in anywhere, obviously. And then, you know, at one of the shows, he can't get nothing to eat and he cashes it in to get a hot dog from a kid or some shit. I mean, that that would have been hilarious.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, let me ask you all this. Um, and if you want to go back to Raw, that's that, that's fine because we're, we're doing both here. We have a new Intercontinental Champion. Are you happy about that, Matt Michaels? Are you finally happy about that?
2: <laughs> that happened on SmackDown. We're still doing Raw.
1: No, we're doing both. Oh, okay, okay.
2: I was just curious.
0: Read, read the breakdown. Um, <laughs> the uh, yeah, I actually was um, very happy that uh, Apollo does not have that. Uh, now all we have to do is just figure a way to. Um, Maybe Baron Corbin can uh, hit Apollo with the briefcase, and Apollo will go back to not speaking in this stupid <laughs> act as get rid of the character. Just you know, he's back to himself. I,
1: you know, I I think you give him a lot more shit than he than I. I think this was a pretty good gimmick for him than what he was doing before. And in I one
0: memorable moment.
1: You could go down any of the, the wrestling roster of name that memorable moment. You know,
0: I'm but just, the, I'm just the, saying,
1: I'm just saying overall. The truth
0: mm-hmm, that tr- the, the, no, the, the, what I'm trying to say is the truth of the matter with that is the, the honest thing being that if the character was something that was that is working to any extent. Um, my feeling is that there would be something to, okay, listen, we just, we just, I'm Baron Corbin, Baron Corbin, who was given something as stupidly ridiculous as you're wrestling on TV, but you have absolutely no money anymore.
3: Right. It's like he lost his downside guarantee as well. Yeah.
0: So and he's been able to make us go, oh yeah, well he did this kind of good. Oh he stole the briefcase, blah blah blah. You kind of remember stuff. What do you remember about Apollo Crews doing this character? It's just it's just him, it's it he's in the same position he was as before this character, except he has a huge bodyguard who adds nothing to this game either. So hmm. I just think it, it's just, yeah. okay. it's. Okay. I got you. Yeah, I don't know. Got to agree too,
2: man. Because he, here's the thing. Now that he's lost uh, the IC title, there's really no place for him to go. You would have to really pinch your brain extra hard to try and come up with where the fuck he could possibly go. Because there really isn't. And he just looked like an extra in a movie he wasn't playing a defining role and i'm not trying to be anything bad towards apollo cruz he's a tremendous competitors he just it didn't do shit for anybody it was just it was about as lame as missionary style
1: <laughs> well speaking of that let's jump right into that particular segment uh john cena and um roman Reigns. fire
3: awesome <laughs> fire on cena's part
2: and Reigns, yeah. but Cena came deep.
1: Woo. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was the one line he said? Like they're just they're just hoping that you, you know you actually just work out as their their last main chance. No, something like, like that. Like
2: Michael's is, no. Like Michael said, one, two, three. Cena was methodical in the yep. way he delivered that fucking promo. He yep. said, "You can beat me up. You can do all this shit." He went down his little chimp chum, chummy ass move set. But he said, all I need is one, two, three. And not only do you become a, a trivia question, how did John Cena win the most titles against who? You know, I'm the most winners. And I've it's pretty freaking amazing. I was, I got to give Cena his props. Yeah. And I'm not a big Cena fan like that, like like Michaels. Michaels loves Cena. I'm okay <laughs> with Cena.
1: Cena's awesome. Okay, You know, I, um... I yeah listen,
0: DJ, I, DJ. Let me ask you this: Did you uh, did you see Suicide Squad yet? I did. Yes. You did.
1: Mm-hmm. What'd you think?
0: What'd you think about uh, good old John and uh, his uh, white tidies and uh,
2: <laughs> that space between?
0: Were you, could could you see it? <laughs> no one could see it. That was that was uh that was an impressive that was a sixteen time champion package right
2: there. <laughs> I don't know, it seemed a little depleted, like it still needed some room for something else. Oh man. That's what the ladies I, were saying. The ladies I, were saying like he, he put on a large pair when he should have put on a medium.
0: All he was missing was the uh the eyes and the and the mouth, uh and you would have had Mr. Sacco on his uh <laughs>
2: You know what the coolest thing about that Michaels is that it was completely white. Cause in the scene, they're sleeping, they're camping out in, in, in the jungle. He come out with white, all white.
1: <laughs> well, I'll tell you all this. I am very excited for this match. That whole interaction between those two in the ring just really is like, yeah, this is, this is one of those matches that's going to be just exciting uh, to see. And um Yeah, Um, that's all I got to say about that. Uh, Is there anything else just from those two shows that you guys want to throw? Go ahead. Well, well,
2: I was definitely going to, before I get into Bay, and I don't mean Chris Bay, I mean my Bay, Sasha Banks. Uh, One thing coming from Raw, which I think will be really good, um, Mm -hmm. is uh, what's going to be happening with uh, some of the matches that aren't title contention, right? Um, is uh, If I'm not mistaken, it, aren't they doing a match with uh, Damian Priest and Sheamus, correct? Got me wrong? Am uh, yeah. I wrong with that one? Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's going to be interesting. I have a huge feeling that it's going to go Damian Priest's way. I could be completely wrong. Um, I know Sheamus just got engaged. I don't know if that means he's going to get married or whatever the case is going to be, but um, I'd like to see Damian Priest with the belt. I think it would be interesting. I think that he's earned our right, especially what he did with WrestleMania with Bad Bunny. He looked pretty good. And as we've said before, he's X amount of years old. Her can put a belt on him so he can kind of have his run because you don't know how long he's got, you know, give or take. Um, but that's how much I have on that one. But the other one was obviously, can we talk about Sasha Banks mm-hmm. and uh, what she did on uh, SmackDown? Yeah. Needing her little witnesses and um, Bianca Belair. Shit, the way she did that, that somersault flip over the table. Yeah. That looked pretty fucking amazing. Um, that's kind of building up. I'm I'm excited to see those two go at it for a round two. I didn't think I would. So I didn't want to the, take go ahead.
0: Yeah, here is a potential problem. Yep. They, they both have COVID. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and there's that.
3: Yeah. yeah. So yeah. off all live events until SummerSlam.
2: Well, if they don't perform for SummerSlam, I really, really, really want to see Selena Vega versus Carmella. That match right there will be <laughs> ten times better than Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks too could ever produce. Let uh, me tell you. Are you not it. excited? Stop it.
1: <laughs> oh man. Well, uh that's that's the times we're in now, so uh that's also it,
0: it brings up a great question, though, mm-hmm. and that is: they have COVID. Who else is going to test positive? Can we see a derailment of SummerSlam based on the fact that everyone's going to have COVID?
1: Well, can I can, can I just ask this question? And I I've been you know asking Lisa this when we Lisa when we watch d- these wrestling shows, why why is talent going down the ramp? high-fiving and all this touching fan stuff like i i don't <laughs> why are we it's pretending like it's not this is not real like it's not existing i mean it's bad both for the talent and for and for hey i don't care my is right now is uh giving them the money signal which i get but man come on i mean not only not only the talent could possibly pass it to the fan, but the fan could pass it to the talent, and it just keeps going on from there. There just should be no touching involved. You know, just salute them. Just go down and, you know, peace sign. Throw the little finger. I see you. Come on. We ain't gotta be touching it. Every all the all the faces just going down, just high and I'm just like, okay you know but well, uh, and,
0: and there's another you, you know you you bring up that issue which is very real and then you have another issue which they didn't have to deal as much with and that is you know they're flying not to just orlando and back home they're they're flying to right. all these different places now so right. yeah yeah
2: yeah and that Delta variant is real. Not going to go into that subject, but it is real. I know people, uh, unvaccinated and vaccinated alike, who have had positive tests for COVID. Yeah. I know when I go to SummerSlam, I'm going to be a, a double face masculine. And I ain't touching not a nobody.
1: <laughs> oh, that. Hey, I you feel know? you. Listen, man, hey, you're going to be 70,000 strong on there. Yeah, you might want to be, uh, you know, <laughs> have your You're going to see on. me
2: gloved up. You're going to see me. Where I are- might
1: get gloved up.
3: Wear your fucking hazmat suit. <laughs> For real, I'm just going to be in a whole fucking hazmat suit.
0: You know what you, you need to start? You, so you just, like, as you're standing there, as it's quiet, right, you know, quiet minute, you, you kind of, quiet moment, you kind of hear, the, you know, just kind of a little bit of a, but you know, people around you—you you can't really. There's, there's not much going on. No chanting, no scream or anything, and just at the top of your lungs, achoo! you!" <laughs> no, nah, oh. man. You know what? Quite weird. Not I pay somebody to now, do that because nowadays, about to be me.
1: nowadays, you may, you may take one to the face <laughs> if you do that. You know, they, they just turn around and boom. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's more
2: if you ain't got no damn mask. I mean, if you're doing that, you ain't got no mask. I've seen that actually happen to where it
0: caused a fight. So what you need to do, not bad. you need to take a little water from a cup. Oh,
2: fuck that, man. You, so you're really you, trying, you trying to get your ass kicked <laughs> off. Oh, you're, you're trying to get me all the way fucked up. Right. <laughs> Absolutely not. Sir. Yeah.
3: Absolutely not. That's crazy. Only only if someone records the shit. That's all uh, that I ask. <laughs> we got to see footage.
2: <laughs> not 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 on my account. Hell to the no, no.
1: <laughs> yeah, I w- I'm, listen. I'm sure we're gonna see at least three or four matches inside of the uh, the stadium just from the fans themselves, while while the real match is going on. So, it's, can I ask y'all a question?
2: Yeah. Can I ask y'all a question? Real talk. And I just thought about it. So you know, like before big matches happen, how they used to have the referees would check, you know, their their attire to see if there's like brass rings and shit. Why don't they just do the same thing, but just have them sanitize everybody's hands and shit? Just have like sanitizer juice, just you know, the both of them before they start to match. Oh shit, laugh not happen. But that
0: shit's real. I'm just all right. Listen, listen. You you still think they use baby oil? Hey, baby oil.
3: Uh, sanitizer, <laughs> sanitizer, <laughs> sanitizer, right? it, sanitizer juice. You got to yeah. get it right. <laughs> he called it sanitizer juice. <laughs> get some of that sanitizer splooge
0: on there. You know, Dominic could use a little of that sanitizer juice.
1: Maybe he could get a little bigger. You know, take out
0: the sanitizer, just some juice.
1: Oh my God. Hey, if you guys have any comments, definitely throw it within the chat and we will uh we will definitely get it in there where when we see fit. All right. Mm-hmm. Um all right. Well look, that's um I guess that's it. Raw SmackDown. They we're gonna have this week, which is should be very hype shows uh going into SummerSlam. So um, yeah, we, we should, um, should be exciting, uh, TV this week. All right, let's get to the real excitement, right? AEW dynamite. And we're going to go ahead and throw rampage up in there too. And, uh, um, wow. and I'm going to say this Sin city, Steve, let me just throw the name out there. Dante Martin. Yep. I, I, I listen, I, the first thing that came to my man, not in my mind, and this might be wrong. Hopefully it isn't was. Yeah, AEW got their own Reggie. <laughs> I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I did say that. But but Dante is something special. I, I enjoy exactly everything that he did, and I'm hoping that they really do continue to, you know, work with him and, and push him towards the top. So I'll just start with there, man. Shout out to him.
3: Definitely, man. And it's, it's great that you bring up Dante Martin because he was the MVP of a match that I wanted to talk about. Mm. Obviously, Kenny Omega and the Bucks versus the Side Owl brothers and Dante Martin. Mm-hmm. Um, if you just look at the names on a sheet of paper or on a screen, you're like, okay, well, it's obvious. This is a, just a glorified squash match. right? Mm-hmm. Realistically speaking, um, obviously, Dante Martin came out of this looking like the true MVP. Yeah. Um, you know, not just the MVP of his team. He was the guy that stood out the most in the entire match out of all six guys. Mm-hmm. Um, also though, um, you know, the Sidal brothers, yes, we all know that they're at this point enhancement level talent. But um, they I do have to give them some credit as well. They, you know, we've known for, forever that Matt Sedal is an amazing high flyer. Uh, he continues to work on his, his technical and his ground game. So, yeah. you know, very, very solid stuff there. Um, this match was just all about Dante Martin, though. I mean, yeah. literally a, hu- a human highlight reel, especially for the last five minutes of the match. Yeah. Um, and quite frankly, at the beginning of the match, the, the the live crowd really wasn't into it necessarily. But once things started kicking and started clicking, then they got into it and it, it just blossomed from there for sure.
1: Absolutely. I mean, when they introduced him, like it was quiet. People like, "Who's this? Who's he?" (laughs) You know, I was yeah, and yeah.
3: I mean, he was he was an afterthought. He's in a he's in a tag team um, called Top Flight, and you know, Tony Khan didn't really have a spot for him on the on the main AEW roster. But he saw you know the talent that he had, and um, you know, he put him uh, he got him in the tag team. And it was, it was just solid. That way they, you know, they found a, a spot for both he and Darius Martin, um, and, and put them together. And that, that kind of kept him on the show. But now I think that if they're smart they don't put them back together when uh, when Darius comes back from injury. I think that they continue to have Dante do his thing in a singles capacity. I sky's the limit for that guy. No pun intended.
1: I agree. Sean says, and of course uh, he's uh, mentioning because of what I said, but um, he says Dante is ten times better than Reggie. So yes. <laughs> Again, that was just gonna, the first thought when wrestled. I <laughs> when I saw when I saw him again when he was just doing all the the flips. It just reminded me real quick. I'm like, oh, they got their own now, you know. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I mean, Sean, I I agree. Dante, I I'm I know his name now. Let's just put it that way, you know. Yeah. Uh, so he he did his job. So, um, yeah, man. What else you got, Sensitivity?
3: Well, um, we also have to talk about the main event of the show, uh, Chris Jericho versus Wardlow with MJF at ringside. Um, this was the fourth labor of Jericho. And as was a surprise to absolutely no one, Chris Jericho <laughs> picked up the win. And <laughs> right. um, just just get us to this MJF match and just get this behind us, please. Yeah. Um, it. it it's not. It's not doing any any favors for Chris Jericho at this point. Um, he did well on uh, Rampage on commentary, mm-hmm. and I would love to see him slide into that kind of a role after this feud with MJF is done. And it's it's just one of those things, man. Like he's unfortunately, you can see that Chris Jericho has lived a a full career and a full life and has enjoyed himself. For many, many years, unfortunately, we are able to start to see those things week in and week out taking a toll on his body. Yeah, and that's probably the most politically correct way I can say
0: it. I mean, there is a reason they called it the labors of Jericho, because at some point he's going to drop a baby out of that belly.
3: <laughs> you said it, brother. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. I, I'm, I'm, I'm someone that is... a a complete Jericho Mark. I've been a fan of his, you know, since I saw him in ECW and then in WCW. And it was, it was one of those things that, you know, it's, it's been difficult to kind of see like a decline in the, the way that he's taking care of himself or lack thereof. And granted, I'm no fucking prize, but I'm not on, you know, national TV every week with my shirt off.
0: Well, you're also, you're also not, you know, you're not in your fifties yet either. And that is finally, it's starting to take a toll because as you age, you can look great for a period of time. And then all of a sudden you will wake up one Tuesday morning and like things have changed, you
1: know?
2: Right. Well, it's not even just just that too, but as you get older, you got to stay engaged all the time. Yeah, and the minute you don't, you don't have that grace you had when you were young. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, y'all start eating potato chips for a fucking week straight, it take you about a good six months just to get them fucking extra seven pounds off.
1: Shout out to uh, John. He just said that uh, Jericho he, must be skipping those DDP yoga workouts. He must, man. <laughs> um,
3: after after the match, uh, MJF. Got on the mic as he has done after every previous match in the Labors of Jericho series, and uh, basically set up what's going to happen the next uh, the next match and the stipulation for next week as Chris Jericho faces MJF, he will not be able to use the Judas effect, right? And he will not be able to come out to Judas. He will not have his ring entrance theme. So what I, <laughs> what I really appreciate is the AEW Twitter account actually tweeted out the lyrics page to the song Judas. And they said it would be a huge, a huge problem and a crime if the capacity crowd sang this song Next week, when Chris Jericho comes down to the ring, so they're they're basically seating the crowd right. to sing Judas a cappella style. We'll see how that train record yeah, tra- acts. Act, train record
0: So, is. so as we just established, uh, you have a a full arena inside, who is going to probably be unmasked, singing <laughs> at full capacity, which means that nobody's going to get sick. It's all good. Way to go. (laughs) Best best decision ever, guys. "Ah, Fuck it. Let's just have 15,000 people
3: sing together at one time.
1: (laughs) One massive choir. Hey, what good is COVID if you can't share?
3: Sharing is caring. And
1: coughing, apparently. (laughs) I guess. Um, Let me just mention one thing that I'll, you know, there's always at least one thing that bothers me. Um, of course. I would expect nothing less. <laughs> and this happened, I guess this was on, I-, I think this was on Dynamite. This happened, to- maybe it was on Rampage, I don't know, but it, it was when uh, uh, Tony Schiavone's son got thrown into the ring, right? Uh, that was Rampage. Was okay, Dynam- Rampage. No. that was Dynamite? Okay. No, oh, Dynam- no. Was Dynamite. That was Dynamite. I thought. Okay. One, same day. Yeah. yeah, so this is the only thing that bothered me since City on this one. Uh, I guess the guy name is Aaron Solo. He is supposed yep. to be holding his son, so that um, what's what's the main guy? The uh,
3: Q T Marshall. He, yeah,
1: Marshall. So he could do his his move on him. But there there's this times where he's not even like holding him, like you know, keeping him from being attacked. He just kind of got his, his his arm just. Barely, just barely around him, like almost like their best friends, you know. Almost like his his arm is around just his 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 waist. Nowhere near trying to, you know, stop him from what's about to happen, and that to me just got annoying. Just, just pretend. That's all you got to do. Pretend like first off, his son should be trying to pretend like he wants to get out of. Uh, Aaron's hold, but I guess DJ, he, why are you but I guess saying this?
0: Why why is Tony Schiavone's son involved in any of this shit anyway? Well, that's it a good question. Stupid.
1: Yeah, that's and, a good question. That 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 too. Come but on, the whole the whole segment. I I yeah, I didn't I didn't care for it, and Aaron Solo messed it up. So yeah,
0: it's dog shit and involved QT. So of course it was crap
3: anyway. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, all right. Rampage though. Are, are you what do you guys y'all like it?
3: Yeah. I thought that it, I thought that it was an extremely solid show. Okay. Top to bottom. Um I uh, so let me obviously ask... mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, go ahead, bro. Well, I'm just going to ask you. Um so do they record that after Dynamite or before Dynamite?
3: Uh I genuinely don't know. Um, it would it would it would not surprise me if they recorded it um, after after Dynamite was complete, so that you know, in the name of uh, continuity, should
1: they do? Should they do big matches knowing that the information can get out within week a day? One. Week one,
0: it, it was yeah. week one. They just had to do big matches because it's week yeah. one. You're you're going to oh. probably see. Okay.
3: Yeah, gotcha. next next week will be another exception.
1: Okay. Oh, it will oh, because yeah okay.
3: you- yeah, yeah, because they they booked the United Center for next week and sold that out in 24 minutes, I think it was. So it's it's check,
0: check the ticket resales though. Oh, I know. That's a big misleading thing that is unbelievable. How many tickets are available to resale.
3: Yeah, <laughs> that that doesn't surprise me either. I mean, everybody everybody's pinpointing like um, everyone's just assuming that that's going to be the debut for CM Punk. Uh, I actually was watching the NFL Network and Adam Rank, who is an analyst on there, actually said of Justin Fields for the Chicago Bears that his debut, their starting quarterback, in case you don't follow football, um, (laughs) their starting quarterback, uh, his debut in the first preseason game was the most anticipated debut in Chicago this week until uh, or at least uh, until CM Punk does his debut in AEW. So, I mean, name dropping that stuff, and it's it's kind of crazy that everybody pinpointed that date as being the one for Punk to show up.
1: This has no other choice but to happen now.
3: It better. <laughs>
1: if, if it if it doesn't if it doesn't,
3: then you're you're gonna have a lot of pissed off people because you're
0: gonna lose, you're gonna lose those fans. You're gonna yep. lose a hundred thousand to two hundred thousand fans mm. just off merit. And yep. you're gonna I lose agree. me.
2: You're gonna lose me forever. AEW. I'm just letting you know because I'm a CM Punk guy and uh, that'll be the only way I'll continually watch AEW if he really does come through. This is what it is. If you don't come through, I ain't watching the shit no more.
1: When SmackDown goes off... And you would still watch WWE? (laughs) Well, I watch WWE because I have to do
2: the podcast but if y'all assign me to AEW, then I have to be forced to watch AEW. So don't assign me to
1: AEW. (laughs) (laughs) fair enough so you're saying so you're saying that you you wouldn't you, no i'm not saying i'm
2: saying don't do that
1: you're saying that you you have to watch wwe because of the podcast
2: no 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 i i i choose to watch it i was just being oh okay i was, dramatic. I was being dramatic for the. Week. but i will be honest with you i'm excited to watch aew on that date because i'm a cm punk guy and if i can't get him back in the capacity when he left wwe shit, i'll get him any way i can and if i'm disillusioned like some people will be then fine you know but aew has to deliver on that promise because that's huge
0: you know what would be the best is if he just joined the broadcast team on rampage <laughs> Oh,
2: <laughs> it wouldn't be any different than what he did on uh, wwe when he joined the fox panel
0: you know, but, but specifically on Rampage because they don't have enough broadcasters right. who are former WWE people at one table at one time.
3: I don't think... <laughs> not to mention not to mention, they had four. I they don't. had four
1: fucking play-by-play and I don't color even think I analysts. heard Matt Henry at all. What the fuck? Mark Henry? Yeah, Mark um, I, I think the only time I heard him was when he was in the back. Uh, you know Probably I'm laughing. <laughs> When he was interviewing well, the uh, – what what's their names?
3: Christian Cage and yes. the Jurassic Express. Right. Um, I, I I think that – I think Mark is still getting settled into the role. Um, I did notice on several occasions Excalibur teeing Mark Henry up with questions, and he was the only person that he asked him specific things um, – and, and pose them as questions directly to Mark. So I think he's, he's still trying to get his feet wet with calling live action. Yeah. Um, which, you know, hey, it's going to be a work in progress. Um, and, you know, we can just hope that he takes to it as quick as possible. Yeah. So, but um, nonetheless, uh, Kenny Omega, Christian Cage for uh, DJ, your Impact Wrestling World Championship, the title defended... The title defended on an AEW show and a title change on an AEW TV show.
1: Christian Cage
3: picking up the win in 15 minutes. Impact, what say you about this match?
1: Ridiculous. It's straight bullshit. It it just makes no sense. First off, Christian Cage is still an AEW employee. So what are they just going to do? They're just going to just... Change it around the different AEW. You know, if I was if I was a part of the Impact Talent, I just maybe feel like I was shit right now. Sir, you telling me there's nobody here in this in this back that that deserves to have that belt? It's just gonna keep moving around within AEW. I, it's not
0: about I, it's not about that though. You see, you're under you're under the logic. No, you know, you're following logic. The, the, the honest there's there's a couple of honest answers. One, we don't know what the the working relationship is the agreement is right. We have no clue what because obviously they're not making any sense with any of this. You're on the right track with, well, why would that title be defended not only on an AEW show, but you have an AEW person win the title? Well, Christian Cage is someone who had the impact TNA title. Okay. I go a step further and say, why did Scotty Demora? come out and congratulate him who this guy just won your title but he is not part of your show right your company so you should still have animosity to, to this person because your belt is not going back to your company and it's you wouldn't figure kid. yeah it, it, there's just no logic on some of these levels unless and on top of that you know what let's be honest so AEW basically what you just did is you had Christian win to make it seem like Christian can beat Kenny for the AEW title. And that match against Kenny will be Christian's first loss in AEW. That's great. That's fine and dandy. But now what the fuck happens to your Impact Championship and Christian who just signed with you guys for all this, you know, money? Is now going to have to show up on Impact and wrestle there until he loses the belt there.
1: Like, yeah, and to another person from AEW says, I'll challenge you for that Impact title. And then he ended up losing it and giving it to them because apparently someone's got a shitty deal. Thank yeah, you. Well, <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, in all honesty, the one thing that this could potentially do is right your wrong because you already had Moose lose to Omega. Now that Moose is under contract, now you can potentially have that
3: that's ultimately Christian what I could what I would hope to figure Moose. to happen. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Except for the and, fact that Moose was on the New Japan show and lost too.
3: to well, Ishii. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean still now, it's another loss. realistically though, I mean, I, I I saw this as a completely positive Um, looking at it, even from an impact point of view, um, realistically, you had a champion that talked shit about the company that hated on impact that hated on TNA that basically pissed on the legacy. And instead you have somebody who quite frankly had the TNA championship and a lot of people thought that he did an amazing job with that title. Now, realistically, even in the post-match promo that he cut with Mark Henry, that you guys had alluded to, I got the feeling from it that Christian is going to be on impact on a weekly basis. Not in a negative light by any means, but he's going to outwork everyone and actually be a babyface with that championship. Right. I, so I, 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 I don't, I don't,
1: I, I don't see, I don't see it as a negative whatsoever. Everything but you it, just said, I, I agree with. For the exception of the idea that he is still not an Impact employee, still yeah, it A-A-W. doesn't do anything
0: for the other Impact wrestlers. So you I mean, lose now to a face in AEW instead of a heel in AEW.
1: Yeah. So it is. Yeah, it is true that he's going to treat it with respect and be nice and and all that, but still. I, I still would be thinking some sort of way if if I'm one of the guys in the back going, <laughs> you know, I can't have that title. I'm 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 Eddie Edwards. I can't beat somebody. I can't have it. We've
2: yes. already seen we've already seen Eddie Edwards. I'm just saying
1: you go down the fucking list. I just mentioned him though. I mean everybody's like you can't get it. Or you can't get you you can't Sammy. You can't have it. Moose Moose. You can't get it. No, nobody. Every AEW is the only one that now can hold that. To me, it's just it's bullshit. I don't like it, but you'll still watch it. Of course. So, um, <laughs> a couple of things was mentioned. Chris says, and Chris, shame on you. He said Impact is still bitter that Rich Swan is an Impact champion. Maybe, uh, maybe. Uh, no, that, that, no, that's facts. <laughs> that's facts. Yeah, facts. yeah. That you know that's facts when it comes to you. You still upset. Guilty as charged. <laughs> And then John says, "That's the most." Oh, John said, "That's the most watched Impact title change, and it wasn't even on Impact." <laughs> oh Lord!
3: Sometimes, sometimes the truth is a bitch.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, there's that. Impact.
3: Impact. I know. I know you're mad about it, but let it let it play out. I I have I have faith that everything's going to work out. Well, and hell no. let, 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 let let me ask you this. Yeah. Are you pissed off that Diana Perazzo now is holding yeah. the, AAA, the the AAA Women's Championship? Mm-hmm. Of course it's not. You. No, because she's going to have that title on Impact, right? Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. She's not like she's not the, contracted the, to AAA. But the question is going to be is how 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 is that relationship that's going is going to be between the two? You know, the relationship, it seems like, with AEW and Impact is that the relationship is that AEW is just the winner in all of this. There is no going back and forth. Maybe Impact can show that they can be dominant in holding their own belt or or consistently beating some wrestler in AEW. They're always taking the L. So the question is going to be, where's there going to be relationship between Impact and A? Is it just going to be Deanna's the only one that's just, you know, beating up on AAA and they never get any wins out of it? And then after Deanna is now going to go to, I don't know, Ciara Hogan, you know, and, and is it going to play? I mean, what's going A-A-W- to be the relationship? Talent. Say it again. AEW talent. Yeah, right. Exactly. So. But let me ask you this question. Honestly.
3: Yeah. You you bring that you bring up that that great point. Mm-hmm. We have to see how things are going to plan out because we see the how New Japan is with uh, impact as well. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: Let
3: me and, ask you and this and
0: question: and Inver. NWA as well. So AEW is literally using all these other organizations, whereas triple a and impact have had a working relationship because conan's been with them for years so
1: yeah what's up simon no no i was just gonna ask you like the only
2: thing that i see out of this because i'm really not invested in this back and forth shit with when impact is gonna actually have their fucking title back but if i were to be fucking entertained by this shit i would say wouldn't it be great to build up something to where you have I don't know, uh, uh, a champion, but not a champion with a belt, a champion of impact roster that's worthy and the number one, everybody's behind to go and get that fucking belt back. You know, I, I feel like I would be investing in some shit like that. You know I mean? Build up a storyline, build up some time to say, look, they fucking flaunt our title in front of us. It doesn't have anybody that's on our roster and then somebody steps the fuck up. I don't know. It's just as if
1: I were interested. I just think what happens while we're going, while we're playing this waiting game of when this is going to happen, I think the little bit of fans that impact does have at some point could just be turned off just because they don't like what it is that they're seeing, you know, when you become invested in your, your brand, your wrestler, your whatever, and you come to find out like, well, shit, you know, you, I, you know, there are people who have been, in fact, TNA fans for a while. And now they see what's happening. And you're telling me that they're going to just wait this out and go, man, I, you know, I'm just going to I can't wait to see who's going to be the one to take that. I th- I think some of them may become uninterested and in many aspects. It is become uninterested. You have to find other things on the show that keeps you motivated. But it sucks not to have your champion there to keep you motivated. Right. But you, that's why but you, you, you know what? But you, you know, know what, Impact, if I go to uh, if I go to SmackDown or Raw and I don't see my champion, I don't see Roman Reigns. That one episode that he was off the show, that I think we were saying, uh, well, it was kind of good not to have Roman on. Well, I guess from a TV aspect, maybe. But I will tell you one thing: if I went to the show, bought a ticket, him, I'll be fucking <laughs> yeah. pissed. I want to see my champion there. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, but but again, when it comes to to Impact, who are they who do they have? And if you invested in that show and you don't have that, I think at some point you could get turned off, waiting, constantly waiting to see what's gonna happen. And and the fact that you had all these bullshit matches, you know, uh with Moose, with Sammy, you know, and how they all how how they all ended, it there's just nothing exciting about it. That's all that, that's well, just my thing. So Well, I will say We this, gotta man. move on, but this, go ahead, go ahead. What's up?
2: This ain't the worst shit TNA fans been through. If you're a real da- day one TNM f- uh, TNA fan, you fucking hated when Hogan came to fucking uh, TNA and turned it into Impact Wrestling and changed the ring from six sides to fucking four sides. That's the worst travesty that ever happened to TNA. But
1: well, um, this ain't shit. <laughs> John makes a point here. He says it's funny. I want some mark for the six sided ring. <laughs> there you go. It's funny how how the Tonys show up on Impact talking shit. On their weekly promos, but no Scott on AEW. I'm curious on the insides of that deal.
3: Scott actually has appeared on the last couple uh, AEW shows, but only um,
1: nice guy. Right? Only nice, as nice part guy, of the comment. Nice guy, Scott. Yeah, Scott Amore. Yeah, I know. Yeah, very nice guy. Yeah, don't shit yes, on, don't shit yes. on our company. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right, let's jump over to NXT. What's been going on over there, man? What's the those big highlights over Simon Street?
2: Man, pretty much NXT just getting ready for uh, Takeover Thirty Six. So you know, with that in mind, the only thing that I will say because uh, I didn't find this episode to be completely exciting as other weeks, mm-hmm. uh, except for obviously uh, the main event, Pete done, um and Dragon off. That 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 was amazing match. Uh, gancho in there. I mean, like like both of them working together. I was just entertained from start to finish. Obviously with. Uh, Walter coming out at the end and, uh, you know, dragging off getting the upper hand. That sets up for there. So I'm glad <laughs> that, that, you know, that that's getting going because, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see Off and uh, Walter. But I think also, too, a uh, couple of things, honestly, is uh, we've been – I keep talking about every week, L.A. Night, uh, you know, uh, and what's going on with uh, Cameron Grimes. You know, that was that was cool. I didn't know why we had to have fucking L.A. Night go and totally – Mala's um Andre Chase in like less than what was it three minutes. I don't know why we had to have that, but hey, I get it. So, you know, the title's gonna uh the million dollar man championship's gonna be up. So that's gonna be interesting. Um, I think the one thing that I did like though was uh seeing Gigi Dolan. Uh, you know, I think the last time I remember seeing her was when she was in that tournament and she had partnered up with somebody, but got a chance to see her. Uh amazing i guess that's her finisher move it looks like she's putting somebody in a uh abdominal stretch abdominal stretch and then the slams that that looked pretty fucking sweet um and then also too, continuing on with uh the nxt breakout tournament that was uh you know odyssey jones going over obviously over trey baxter and so he's going to uh you know the finals and then whatever happens uh i'm, I'm assuming you know next week and then whatever i think i think i think they're going to show that on um uh, uh, the finals, the actual finals on,
0: uh, um, it's takeover. on takeover.
2: Yeah, so 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 that's going to be interesting. Um, I wasn't really sold on Odyssey Jones when he first went in. Um, I kind of like him a little bit. I like his energy that he has, and I think that's one of the great things he has going for him. You know, as far as him being a big guy, uh, he's all right. Um, but, but we'll see actually what happens. Uh, we got to finally see uh, uh, Boa. <laughs> At least I did. Um, it wasn't impressed for all of that sitting there and and, and getting whooped and stuff, I, I expected something a little bit better. And I was just sad.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: you know, uh I, I wanted to see Drake Maverick more than I want to see him. So it is what it is. Like I said, the biggest thing takeaway from the night, you know, it was between the main event and then also to uh the first date with index. That was cute. Um, also, shout out uh, to uh, the Garganos. They're going to be expecting their first child. So that was some good news. I, I mean, I heard a I heard a little bit, some mutterings about them breaking up or something like that, and I didn't know why they were going to do that with the way because I thought they were doing it successful. But when they kind of broke it on uh, Instagram, I think it was Instagram or Twitter, one of the two, um, made sense. Get it. Totally get it. So super happy for them. Uh, but that's pretty much NXT. Super excited for, uh, you know, uh takeover, you know, that's gonna be exciting. You know, I'm gonna try to pop some red bulls amongst everything else I'm gonna be doing this weekend and, and, and watch it.
0: <laughs> you know the the one the one thing you missed was the stipulation on that Grimes LA Knight match. Oh
2: yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, million dollar man Ted DiBiase is gonna be uh LA Knight's ba- uh, uh butler
0: <laughs> permanent butler if you
2: permanent was. butler
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow
2: I tell you what, man, uh if LA Knight is going to employ him in, in the age that the million dollar man is, you're going to be spending your ass up in insurance.
1: <laughs> I tell you a, a couple of things that I guess that is I've heard that may be true, I, I guess, starting next week is these these changes in the logo and the lighting and all that supposed to be. Taking place, and and then I also heard they're going back to tapings. Yep. Okay. So yeah, that's smart. Why not?
3: Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Main event finish really, really soured, really soured me on this on this episode of NXT. Amazing, great match. I I love hard hitting matches, but you have you have Dragonov who is a guy that not too many standard NXT viewers know he hasn't really had much in the way of exposure on the main NXT show. And then you're having him go against Valter, somebody who has had the NXT UK championship for 700 and some odd days. And then you have him get hit with a finish and pinned in the middle of the ring. Granted, it was off of a distraction, but still.
0: Yeah, but that sets up, that sets up uh, most likely you going to see Walter lose the belt. That's the we'll thing. But, but the thing is, you just hit it on the head. You're not invested in this guy. So one match is not going to make you go, oh, my God, this guy's going to beat Walter. You need to do circumstantial. And the circumstantial on it is he gets distracted, he gets pinned, and you would assume that that's – Probably what you're setting up then is that somehow he's going to end up beating Walter then, because at this point Walter's not doing you any good over there. So,
3: Vault, yeah, Walter's going to get moved to one of the other shows. It wouldn't yeah. it, honestly, it wouldn't even surprise me if they put him on the main roster.
2: Possibly. It wouldn't be a bad thing. And and and, yeah. and I also took that they put Dragon off on this uh, week's NXT just so as you said, since they see people who are not familiar with him, can kind of see what he was. And other than the finish, yes. You got a chance to see it. If this is the first yeah. time you've seen Dragunov, you're like, fuck, this was a great match. This dude is obviously a striker, uh, a striker. You know, he's definitely, uh, you know, uh, you know, submission is really well, you know, what do they call it? Ground pound wrestling, you know? So now people probably will be more invested with Walter and uh, Dragunov too. Than what
0: they would have prior and what they might also do is because they have the show this week um possibility that you have a uh a Walter match where draganov distracts Walter and Walter loses this one and then so you know you can go in that way as well but i don't i mean it doesn't hurt listen when those two start wrestling ain't no one gonna remember what the hell happened you know they're just going to see that match and it's going to steal the show. Yeah, you know,
2: you know what else I, I, I and I wanted to, to, to give since he received this question because I know you've seen uh, Sarai, uh before she got to NXT, right? Yeah, that move that she pulled on Dakota Kai. Yeah, I, I don't know
3: what to call. It. Has he done that before? Yeah, I, she she's done it before. Like it, that's it, what I
2: thought. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay.
3: Um. I I didn't even want to talk about that either. I mean, you're touting Sarah as having this undefeated streak, and then Ember Moon comes down with whatever, so she's not medically cleared. And so you put her in the ring with Dakota Kai. Mm-hmm. You kind of book yourself into a corner. You either take the undefeated streak from Saray or you, you know, you beat Dakota Kai right before a women's championship match. Yep. So I I think yeah, but that,
0: that what, what they had to, it, Go ahead. No, the undefeated streak really doesn't mean anything, to be quite honest.
3: Well, that, they they were hyping that up. That's the only reason why yeah. why I said that is because you know they presented it uh, the last couple of weeks, uh, the last couple of times that she was on NXT TV. Like it, it almost seemed like as if they were starting to build an undefeated streak with her, and right. then it you know, just
0: but you, away. but the question becomes that who does Dakota Kai beat? To show that she might have some kind of legitimacy against Raquel, because Dakota Kai—I mean, if you look at her, she shouldn't have a chance in hell against Raquel. Yeah, yeah. which is still kind of one of those like you know, it's just kind of a—I don't know—it's it's a hard matchup. Um, yeah. So give but her the, be... the give her the win against the girl who had the the undefeated streak, I guess.
2: Well, and and also to with regards to Dakota Kai and, and Raquel Gonzalez, it's not going to be straight up first and foremost. Second of all, let's just say she does win. And I'm not trying to be, you know, or telling what the fuck's going to happen. But I will say if they're not going to introduce someone new or someone on the roster for interference or her buddying up with somebody, it's not going to be, it's, it's going to be par at best. And I'm going to be completely honest with you, with all the best possible joy in the world for it to be a good match. It just doesn't match up well. I mean, Raquel has beaten people way bigger than fucking Dakota Kai. How are you going to sell that if it ain't interference and she doesn't bring somebody in or something? I don't know, t- handcuff her to a fucking uh, ring rope or some shit. It just To me, I just don't see the selling point in it.
1: But, hey, I get it. It need something. All right, well there we go. NXT. We'll move right along. Impact Wrestling. I just have a couple of things. Nothing major. Um, Didn't we already talk about? Yeah, it? I thought we already talked about Impact Wrestling. What the fuck? <laughs> I I understand the confusion because that's what AEW does. It beats it beats up on Impact, and then you think it's Impact you're talking about. But they so do. Why have, do we talk about they it? They do have their own show. So allow me to talk about a couple of things on there. Um <laughs> You might want to let the viewers know because <laughs> you know certain people only
2: watch shows if they have a champion.
1: Uh, yeah. Well. Yeah. Tanil. Um, uh, she had a match against Taylor wild and who comes back? Good old Madison rain. Haven't seen Madison in a while. Looks good. Came in to interfere and, um, costing Taylor the match. And, uh, we'll see where that goes. They seem like they, uh, sort of plan that Madison and Tennille being really, good friends there so that was a great little segment on the show Kiara Hogan came out and kicked a promo and uh man oh man Kiara 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 I'm a fan that's all I'm gonna say um (laughs) you know how the way Simon Street is with uh Sasha I tell you Kiara's just I tell you yeah all right so That, that 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 deep huh dude Um, she confronted Tasha Steeles because of course, Tasha last week had, and let me quote this right. Kiera said, um, her goofy ass friend. Yes. Her goofy ass friend. She, uh, she got attacked by, uh, her last week. And so she called both of them to the ring, Tasha and, um, and her sidekick. And, uh, they didn't come who came to the ring instead Sue Young. Sue Young. Hey, it's Sue again. Yes, it's 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 great to see Sue, but she wasn't alone, Sin City Steve. It seemed like she converted her tag partner she had been tagging with for some while. Kimberly has now become one of the um, uh, bridesmaids.
3: Is she undead
1: now? She's undead. Yeah. Oh. And this is the part that I know. Wonderful. And <laughs> yeah, this is the part that you, I know you're gonna really, really enjoy. Uh, Sue Su Young actually controls her from afar. So, oh yeah. So during the ring, Sue Young, uh, Su Young was at the platform, and there was one point we all know Sue likes to put on that nasty old sock that you're gonna go ahead and 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 put in the mouth. And as she was doing that, that's exactly the time Kimberly was doing that. So she was controlling her and all the motion and everything so apparently yes Su young's back and controlling uh the converted kimberly who is now the undead so uh, i see a lot of that in
2: wrestling impact people controlling people yeah right yeah is that like a thing now i, I kimberly
3: think... Lee. i mean <laughs> there you go
1: yeah exactly um well, uh, outside of that, there was a 20-man battle royal for the number one contenders match who, at first, uh, I guess from when it was Thursday, they the winner believed they were going to be facing Kenny Omega. But as of Friday, they learned they're going to be now facing Christian Cage. And who is that number one contender? This is for you, Matt Michaels. You ready? Brian Myers. <laughs> Come on. The uh, the guy who, who makes the baloney. <laughs> I thought you were gonna give me the traditional who, but that's pretty close, just giving that answer right there. <laughs> yeah, man, Brian Myers. Yeah, well, you know. And,
3: and and you're talking shit about people not getting title shots, and then they
1: put up Brian Myers. Okay. But let me ask you this, Sin City. You might not be a Brian Myers fan, but have you been watching any of his matches since he's been with Impact?
3: I've actually seen a couple. And the thing is, Brian Myers is pretty solid in the ring. Yeah. Um, He just, he, for whatever reason, never really got any kind of gimmick to where he got off the ground in WWE. That's true. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I I, as much I I just had to give you shit. That's all that it was. I I just had to throw it up and 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 just give you shit.
1: Listen, I know. And you're right. I mean, come on. That's that's not a name of a person who's going to be who's going to be delivered the belt. But at some point you're thinking and and this is where I thought going back to that whole thing with Kenny, I thought this was maybe going to be a possibility to help maybe build somebody on the impact roster, someone who would take that from Kenny, maybe that would who, be the, who's who said they still can't do that. Who's going so? it's going to be Christian that's going to do that? That's going to do the building. Yeah. Oh, okay.
3: It, that wouldn't surprise me at all, man. Like it, that. Yeah. You, you, wouldn't surprise do you, me do whatsoever you believe that
1: Christian is on the same exact level as Kenny Omega in terms of name. I, power? I, no
3: no in in terms in terms of name and power. No, mm. I don't think so. Okay, but realistically speaking, I mean they'll be able to take a look at it, and Christian is known the world over as yeah. being a very, very solid talent yeah, and okay. someone that That's is e- very easily recognizable. Yeah. Um, and quite frankly, let's be real, to the casual fan, more so than Kenny Omega. Yeah. Because Christian has been around for years, was a part of uh, you know WWE locker room for years. So your casual fans, your people that... Aren't necessarily in the know are going to know Christian before they're going to know Kenny Omega. That's yeah. just how it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that is that, which is now setting up for the pay per view this Friday at Emergence. We now will have that. Um, boy, I guess uh, Christian gonna be working this weekend too, huh? <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of wrestlers that's gonna be working this weekend.
0: It's it's being taped tonight and tomorrow.
1: Oh, that's right. Okay. That's right. Yeah. Emergency is, yes it is. Okay.
0: Yeah. Any yep. anything anything that's essentially being done that's gonna be airing this weekend is pretty much being taped.
1: AEW also.
0: No, yeah. I mean I mean pay per view this weekend, like Saturday, Sunday, Friday pay per view pay-per-view. wise. That's what I'm talking Okay. Not going to like Impact, and I think ROH has a uh, pay-per-view like stuff scheduled or whatever.
1: And you think theirs is being done earlier as well, taped earlier?
0: I would imagine so because a lot of these guys have commitments to the indie dates that are built around this.
1: Got you. All right, so, um, yeah, that's pretty much it, man, for Impact. Nothing crazy, but we'll see what Brian Myers can do to represent the the brand, and um, we'll go from there um <laughs> um let's keep going roh uh nothing too much of course they're still uh searching for the ring of honor women's jobs uh, champion they're going through that entire thing they had a match against holiday versus max and uh did you see that simon Street? your your volumes off simon uh, okay well let me so anyway sorry about that
2: sorry about that okay. it was it messing up all right yes uh i did i did actually watch that match it was good i mean i wanted to see a little bit more for two people that are you know sin city steve's favorite the supernatural yeah it was a supernatural <laughs> probably type. dead which is like uh the female version of the boogeyman and um you know that's what i thought did y'all not think the same thing <laughs> Um, and then, um, uh, which called called and Impaler, which which I've seen uh, her before. And I love her whole gimmick. I love her ferocity. I'm surprised but yeah, she
1: hasn't open. already been, like, signed or picked up somewhere.
2: Facts. Yeah. Yeah, facts. She looks very impressive. And from the first time I saw her, I mean, just fucking scary. And I like the fact yeah. she doesn't have – she doesn't have – she does not have a female quintessential name. Right. Like, the Impaler is, like – She's
3: badass. She's good. Yeah, but it's, yeah. It's fucking awesome.
2: Yeah. So the tournament is picking up, and but that was the only one that I ended up watching uh, that, well, that actual match.
1: Yeah, that was the only thing, match that they did have. They're getting close to the very end. So, uh, but that mm-hmm. I, that was actually a pretty good uh, a good match there. Uh, the the last part of that show, they had a champions versus all stars match, um, and the all stars would be like Flip Gordon, Josh Woods, the Briscoes, and EC3. And then they teamed up against the champions of ROH. So you have Mandito, of course, your, who's your world champion. Jonathan Grisham, who's your pure champion. Uh, Dragon Lee, who's your television champion. And Violence Unlimited is your tag team. Of course, that's Chris uh, Dickson, uh, Dixon and um, Homicide. What's up, Sin City?
3: That's a hell of a team. Yeah. <laughs> the champions team. That's a hell of a team.
1: Right. <laughs> the champions versus the all-stars. So it, was a, it was really entertaining, man. It was, and, and as you can imagine, I mean, it started off – cordial and by the time it ended it it was matches taking place all over the ring uh in there so but good stuff roh they do have their own event going on that we just mentioned i know it's going to be friday actually okay it's
0: not gonna it's not gonna be taped it's um it's both friday and saturday right um so it is it is going live um yeah, and uh, some of those, some of those who are wrestling like on the first night, you know, will end up out here by the time the second night, you know, is going on. So
1: yeah, yep, lots of stuff it, happening. All right, which is really,
0: it, it, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> why why are you doing a two night pay per view? Not only are you going to get, you know probably not a lot of buys on one night, but let's do it two nights.
1: <laughs> well, maybe there, uh, maybe someone knows something we don't know. I don't know. Let's jump over into new Japan. We've got to talk about it. We've been talking about this entire weekend. So much was going on. And I, I, the never open weight championship. I, that's the one I, I kept seeing the hype for. and, it seems that Jay White in the city uh, did defeat David Finley for that. Yep. Uh, how exciting, man! Was this whole entire pay per view that you've been hearing about,
3: bro? This this was a very solid show. Yeah. Um, the 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 J White David Finley match. Um, they they did a really good job. Um, if you can if you can uh, go back and watch this, mm-hmm. um, they did a a video recap. Um, of their entire feud Mm. Um, so i know that i know that we had talked um, on previous episodes about you know their their storied past right um but they they ran a very solid video package before this match yeah um jay white obviously uh cut off a uh a finley move and hit the blade runner for the win um so he did retain
1: yeah but
3: immediately after the match uh tomohiro ishii came out and uh basically uh said that he wanted next so mm.
1: oh boy sign me up for that one <laughs> yeah absolutely um iwgp well, i mean i mean lance archer didn't have it for long right i mean yeah what did he hold no. that title for a month or so
3: it he, he was a transitional champion. That oh, way Moxley okay. didn't that way Moxley didn't have to lose the match to Tanahashi. Oh,
1: okay. Um
3: you. Gotcha. So yeah, uh, Lance Archer did lose the uh the IWGP US championship to Hiroshi Tanahashi. Um interesting fact, uh this Tanahashi winning the US championship is actually the first uh Japanese US champion that they've had. Mm. So wow
1: um
3: Pretty, yeah. pretty interesting stuff. They've right. they've largely kept it to the Gaijin's uh, holding that title, right? And um, yeah, it, it's it's interesting that they gave it to Tanahashi. Um, and realistically, it, it it bears repeating that a couple of weeks ago on AEW Dynamite, John Moxley called out Tanahashi. <laughs> so are we going to have a three way possibly at All Out? Lance Archer versus John Moxley versus Hiroshi Tanahashi mm. for the IWGP United States Championship. Yeah. 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 So that would be,
1: that'd be pretty dope.
3: <laughs> but there's
0: one problem with that, Steve, and, and it's simply this. You're getting excited as fans of your ilk will. Of course. But those of us who are mainstream watchers, whatever. It means nothing.
3: Yeah. 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 And I mean, ultimately, I think that they they've done a fair amount of of things to, you know, get that IWGP U.S. championship at least defended a couple of times on Dynamite Um, Tanahashi. I I think that realistically they can do a lot in terms of running promotional uh, hype videos um, Mm -hmm. between now and all out, and especially at all out you're going to you will have a smart mark fan base there where a lot of those people that are going to be in attendance will react accordingly to tanahashi and i think that that actually will endear him to casual fans that maybe haven't seen him perform before now mind you this is not the tanahashi from 10 years ago that you know was was very very solid and quite honestly probably it at the top of the business. Yeah. Um, now we're starting to see Tanahashi who is broken down a bit. Um, at this point he's got, you know, we, uh, the whole storied thing with John Cena was the five moves of doom. Well, at this point, Tanahashi has about three moves of doom. And, um, (laughs) -hmm. unfortunately father time is undefeated. Um, so I think if nothing else, you know, this could, this could bode well and give us that match um the the three way at uh at All Out I mean it makes it makes sense at this point um especially because after the match um Lance Archer um got on the mic and said that he wanted his rematch in an AEW ring and Tanahashi <laughs> Tanahashi agreed to it okay so regardless Tanahashi's going to be on AEW programming whether that's at All Out um or whether that's just, you know, evidently going to be on an episode of dynamite, but I personally, like I said, would love to see that that three-way at all out.
1: Let um, me ask you this. Let me jump to this. Uh the good brothers, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, they defeated John Moxley and Yuji Nagata. Now, let yeah. me ask you, is it just me or does it just seems like that New Japan has I guess love for the Good brothers than say other promotions. Right? Would you not say oh, that? Definitely. Because they seem to get over when anything New Japan, and I know they've done a lot. I'm not, you know, I, I know their history with New Japan, but it just seems like like if that if that was the same match that would have been on either AEW or Impact, they probably would have took the L. More than likely they would have. Ne-
3: not not necessarily. I mean, ultimately you have to look at who ate the pin. Um, they gallows and Anderson hit the magic killer on Yuji Nagata and pin Nagata. So Moxley didn't take the fall. Mm. Um, so that still kept Moxley strong. Right. Um, gallows and Anderson, they, they're a multi multiple time, uh, IWGP heavyweight tag team championship team. Right. Um, there was a time, you know, when, when the bullet club was running hot and heavy, um, when, you know, Devitt was there, um, Balor, uh, or Styles was there, um, where they were fucking untouchable as right. a tag team. Yeah. And it, it's one of those things where, yes, they definitely do have a lot of love for those guys deservedly. So, um, they have a lot of history in new Japan for yeah. sure. Um, but I'm very I mean, interested yeah, to what? see what happens, yeah. um, with, uh, with the guys that, that came down and got in their face after the match. I'm talking about the Gorillas of Destiny, Tama Tonga, and Tangaloa, uh, which that's a match that I really, really want to see.
1: Gotcha. All
3: right. Um, and who knows? It, it, it That might be a match for the Impact Tag Titles.
1: That's true. That is true. Um, man, I mean, there's a lot more on the list. I don't know if you want to touch it or we just go over quickly uh, into our, our next one. Um. I'm just kind of going down. Look like yeah, Juice Robinson had a win. Uh Tamahiro Ishii had a win. Oh, he that's right. He beat he over beat Moose. Moose. Yeah, go figure. So
3: uh all right. <laughs> although although I do have to I do have to give props to Moose, he okay, so Ishii is like five feet four, maybe. Yeah. So he's 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 a shorter guy. He's he's his nickname's the Stone Pit Bull for a reason. Okay. But so he was seated on the top turnbuckle. And Moose, obviously, Moose is not a cruiserweight by any means, but he jumped up and drop kicked Ishii while he was sitting on the top turnbuckle. Oh, that's pretty. That's pretty fucking agile right. to say the least. Yeah. Um. I it, Impact really has something special with Moose, man. Absolutely. I, I I would love to see Moose be the one to knock off Cage and take that title. Absolutely. I wanted to. I wanted him to beat uh, Omega.
1: So yeah. All right. Let's jump over quickly. We never talk about AAA much. We've we've briefly mentioned them earlier, but there's a couple of things that went down. And Mount Michaels and Simon Street, you guys can jump into this one here, even if you didn't see it. This is what was reported though. Um the um it says here that Andrade El Idolo was originally scheduled to win the AAA Mega Championship from Kenny Omega at TripleMania, I guess that's 29, but it was AEW who asked AAA to hold off on the title change, according to Dave Meltzer. Meltzer noted that AEW has control over the finishes of Omega's matches and other promotions. What's your take on that? You think that should have happened? I mean, I, anyone, if didn't want to jump on that, I mean... He was scheduled to win take it from kenny but of course kenny already lost to cage so i guess she so why he, he couldn't lose to andreta he still would have been aew champion correct so why not why 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 does we have to be reminded that aew has control over the finishes of omega's matches and other promotions make that I, sense <laughs> none
3: of it makes sense yeah. it, it, it doesn't make sense quite okay. frankly like they, they they could have they could have easily let him lose that title to to Andrade. And at that point, now you're building the narrative for the all-out match with Christian that okay, well, Omega just lost the impact championship, then he just lost the triple A championship. Right. Now he's a he's a vulnerable guy. I mean, this this was what we were talking about from, from the beginning. Essentially him holding all the championships and then losing all of them virtually at the same time. Right. It 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 would have made perfect sense, but and
1: it whatever. says that as of this writing it's unknown when he will defend the AAA Mega Championship next. So, wow. Okay.
3: <laughs> yeah. Who knows?
1: Yeah. Um, the only,
3: the only thing the only thing that I can figure is that maybe they didn't want to have Andrade who is a an AEW guy with the a, with the AAA championship. Yeah. But that doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't know.
1: It's Funny, Chris just uh, Chris, Chris just said on the chat that Kenny Omega, the generation's, this generation version of Hulk Hogan. I guess so. Uh, the last at, thing,
3: at least, at least Omega can wrestle. <laughs> there you at go. Least,
0: at least Hogan was entertaining.
1: Oh, you got to have a delicate balance, bro. <laughs> Last thing from Triple A, just so you know, Nature Boy Ric Flair accompanied Andrade to the ring at Triple Mania 29 on Saturday night. And the Hall of Famer is not je- there to be a spectator. There was a spot in the match where Flair got in the ring and stopped Omega from hitting Andrade with the Triple A Mega Championship belt. And that was followed up by both Flair and Andrade trading chops on Omega's chest. And Flair followed up by chops blocking. Um, Conan and then applying the figure four on him while andrade did the same to omega so there you go rick flair triple a andrade what you think yeah. i mean why why not
2: i mean you know rick flair's on the damn uh windshield commercials with <laughs> la
1: night i mean get work where you can get it <laughs> uh john said once again the still one from simon street it was cute to see andrade have his future poppy in law rick flair in his corner real cute that's
2: real cute that that, that we're actually calling it a poppy-in-law
1: <laughs> uh guys we have um we've gotten through it we've gotten through wrestling talk uh we got just uh just a, f- a few minutes left um uh, there's going to be a lot of wrestling happening uh, this week in the Vegas area. We're going to do our best to try to keep you apprised to everything that's going on on our social media. Um, support indie wrestling. We, we want you to do that. I mean, if, if there's a lot of people here in town, um, even locals, I mean, we're talking 65,000, 70,000. It'll just be great if we can... Um, get some people to show up at some of these, uh, indie shows and, and, and give it a watch a lot. Some of these places have names that you would be familiar with. Some you may not, but they're working their way to, to, uh, to grab your attention in some way. So we're going to be keeping you updated just doing our social media. Uh, some of the shows will even be at as well. So come by and say, hello, we'll be maxed up, but we will have our, uh, Vegas bad boy shirts on. So you'll know that it's, uh, that it's us. All right. And so, um, yeah, just 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 keep up with us in that manner. Um, is there any other wrestling news we should we should mention before we head off and prepare for our three count topics? Nope, I don't have anything. All right. Well, with that, I want to thank everybody for hanging out with us. If you're if you are watching the show, don't go away too far we're gonna come right back we got three good topics i know you're going to enjoy if you're listening to us from the podcast thank you for listening don't forget to download uh tomorrow's episode which will be tuesday to you and that'll be three count where you get a chance to hear that okay so with that um thank you for hanging out with us and uh we'll see you next time peace Bad boys of podcasting.